You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 73. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Last week, we talked about dopamine, and it's really been on my mind since I recorded that episode because I've been really aware of how all of this is showing up in my life. And I think in our fast-paced society, particularly as women, particularly as women who are trying to have it all, you know, family, career, all of the things, it just kind of feels like we're sometimes living in a pressure cooker. And when we have the added expectation of losing weight, looking a certain way, being healthy, and feeling like we're not quite there yet, it can just feel so heavy and full of pressure. And I think when we're feeling pressured all of the time, it really is just the antithesis to weight loss. You know, as we've mentioned so many times on this podcast, when we're stressed and feeling pressure, whether that's pressure from external sources or pressure that we're putting on ourselves, we really enter into that sympathetic fight or flight response, which is the absolute enemy of weight loss. And You know, the more that we put the pressures on us, the more that we expect ourselves to exceed, succeed, be successful, outperform, the more the pressure feels, the more stress we feel, and the more impossible it becomes to lose weight or be healthy or to even be in a frame of mind to address your relationship with food. And I think, you know, taking a dopamine fast, as we talked about last week, is a really important step. And I think it can be such a valuable tool. But for many of us, when you feel like you're in the pressure cooker and that there's just no space to even do something like that, then what do you do, right? And and I think it's important to address this because, you know, I, I know I've talked about about it a lot on recent episodes, but just this this feeling of overwhelm, I definitely feel like I'm in the pressure cooker, right? It's like I'm days away from writing my American board in obesity medicine exams. I have a new job at work. I'm still doing the old job full time. There's just so much on my plate that I can't, I feel like I don't have a moment to breathe. And you know, I love learning and I love self-development and I really love putting into practice all of the things that I teach you on this podcast and that I teach my clients inside Nourish Yourself that I haven't had time to do that lately and it makes me feel like crap. And I would love to do a dopamine fast, but right now it feels like it might just be a little bit too much. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about what we can do to lower the pressure on ourselves to make space for us to actually take a dopamine fast. And, you know, I think I think a lot of this is our society. It's the culture that we live in, right? It's like phones are ringing all the time. Texts are coming in all of the time. Emails are coming in every minute. We're little, literally getting buzzed or pinged or dinged 
all of the time. And there's just this expectation that we respond right away, right? And we order Amazon and we're disappointed if we don't get it the next day. And, you know, before long, our work days start to lengthen and there's no time for ourselves and the traffic seems to be getting worse and money problems seem like they're overwhelming and facing a recession feels like it's just way too much and that there's no way through. And our response to this is to just push, 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 push through it all without taking a break. And, you know, we've got all of these external pressures coming on us, but think about all the ones that you're actually putting on yourselves. And, you know, th this often comes in the, the form of the shoulds, the musts, the have tos. It's like, I got to get this done or the boss is going to be mad. I must not look bad in front of other people. I have to be a good mom. I can't embarrass myself in front of the other parents. I can't leave the house dirty. I have to clean off my plate. I can't disappoint my boss, right? On and on and on. And, you know, sometimes it feels like those are coming from the outside, but these are actually expectations that we are putting on ourselves to perform and to be better and to be perfect almost all of the time. And to add on to this, we're often criticizing ourselves to no end so that, you know, when we're telling ourselves I can't leave the house with the kitchen a mess and then we leave the house with the kitchen a mess, we're beating ourselves up with it all day long with no compassion for the busyness and the stress that we're feeling right? And, you know, when you add on to this, the feeling like you have to look good, be at a perfect weight, have a certain blood pressure, get off your diabetes medications, whatever it is, it just becomes too much for, for many of us. And the thing is, is that no matter where the pressure com comes from, if it's coming from external sources or whether it's coming from the pressure you're putting on yourself, it activates all of those motivational circuits with the dopamine that we talked about last week, right? And, you know, the thing is, is that when things go well, <laughs> dopamine soars, right? So if we get an urge for the cookie and we eat the cookie, we feel really good. If we get an urge for the cookie and we say no, there is a moment where it feels like absolute ass. And this happens in other, you know, parts of our life as well, right? So if we want to leave the kitchen clean when we leave the house and we clean the kitchen, we leave the house on a high note feeling really good from all of that dopamine. But if we actually leave the dishes in the sink and then leave the house, those dopamine levels sink too. And what happens when dopamine levels sink, if you remember from last week, is that you feel awful. You feel stressed. You feel anxious. You feel all of a sudden, the pushing and the pressure and the urge and the drive to go do that thing that is going to bring you the dopamine hit. And if you can't go do that thing, then you're going to find it in another place. And usually it's something like over consuming, like we talked about last week, that really doesn't serve us in any way. And so to avoid the pain of that do dopamine dropping, we really start to push ourselves harder and harder and harder. And if you think about this in in terms of weight loss, if you set a goal, like I'm going to lose 10 pounds by my wedding and your wedding comes and you only lost seven, you're going to feel like crap, right? And that's kind of one of the reasons why we don't have any such goals inside the programs and nourish yourself. It is really all about 
leveling out, coming back home to yourself, finding peace in your body and peace around food. But it takes a heck of a lot of work and introspection to get yourselves there, especially after years or decades of believing that you have to be at a certain weight. And the thing is, if you're constantly striving for that weight and constantly not getting there, you're feeling the pain of those low dopamine. And there's a very good chance that you're then looking to eat to get that dopamine hit. And so you can see how all of this is really just completely counterintuitive. And you know, the The frustration is real and I get it. But again, like we talked about last week in that concept of radical honesty, part of this involves taking responsibility for where we're at and where we want in life. And, you know, the the problem with dopamine is that, you know, your brain is going to be hyper-focused on the areas where it knows it's going to get those dopamine hits. So, If you've shown your brain repeatedly that you aren't going to lose weight, but that you are going to eat, then your brain is going to push you towards the direction of food to get those dopamine hits, right? Likewise, if you have been trying really hard to achieve more work-life balance, but you're not achieving that, and what you are achieving is more work, then your brain is going to... give you the urges and the desires for more work because that's where you're getting your dopamine hit. And this really ends up putting you in tunnel vision, right? It's like you're you're just kind of hyper-focused on this one thing. And if that one thing is not producing the results that you want in your life, then it really feels like crap. You feel tense, uncomfortable, anxious, agitated, right? And I see this all of the time in women who are struggling with their relationship with food because they're so focused on losing weight. When that isn't happening, all they're seeing is all the times that they're eating the things that they don't want to eat. And when you're eating things against your will like that, it's almost always because of the dopamine and the reward system and the motivation system in your brain, right? And And then the other problem with all of this is that if you actually do reach your goal, so let's say you wanted to, you know, lose those 10 pounds before your wedding and you actually do it, the gratification that you get from that is so much less than you actually think it will be. And it is also very, very short lived. You get that dopamine hit from the accomplishment of reaching your goal, but then it's done and you're not getting the dopamine hits anymore. And so what happens next? This is one reason why people have trouble keeping weight off is because they reach the goal and then the dopamine isn't coming anymore and they go back to the food to get the dopamine. And so all of this really adds up to feeling pressure all of the time. Pressure to reach goals, pressure to not be a failure, pressure to be keeping up with the Joneses, pressure from the boss, pressure from the family. It all just, it all just feels, you know, too much sometimes. And so how can you ease off the pressure? How can you let go just a little bit? And, you know, there are so, there are so many ways to do this. And we're just going to talk about a few of them here. And again, you know, I think, I think this is important. And when I give you these suggestions for 
releasing the pressure valve on your life a little bit, it's important that you don't look at this as another goal to strive for. Because as soon as you start doing that, as soon as you make letting go a huge goal, it's going to end up in that same cycle of striving for the goal and then having the dopamine levels drop if you're not achieving it and going back into those old familiar patterns. So take these as suggestions as sort of a North Star guiding you in the right direction rather than something that you actually have to feel like you need to succeed at, right? So here are some of the suggestions that I have for you. First is to try to give yourself a little bit of a shock absorber, right? So when things are coming at you, like, so, and this really pertains to some of those external pressures that we're feeling. So if the phone is ringing or, you know, texts are buzzing through or, you know, somebody is really trying to, um, to be in your space, just try and take a, a step back, just take a breath, honestly, a single breath. And we talk about this as a tool all of the time. And yet no one does it. But it really is effective is just take a breath before you turn the phone on. Look at your emails, respond to the text, just take a breath to give yourself that little bit of space. And then really ask yourself, you know, is this something that is a priority right now for me? Or is it something that can wait? And around this same concept is just this idea of enforcing boundaries. So if you go back to the uh, the podcast just a couple of weeks ago when we, when we talked with Dana Skaggs and she's talking about the importance of boundaries and how to form boundaries in our life, go, go take a listen to that because to a large extent, we're training people how to deal with us. And what I mean when I say that is if you are always responding to texts and emails immediately, then the people in your life are going to expect you to respond to texts and emails immediately. And if you want to make changes there, then that means putting a boundary in place so that everybody knows what to expect from you, right? And so, you know, this, I think, I find that this is particularly important when it comes to communication at work, um, is that there just really is this expectation to be on all of the time. Time, even outside work hours. And I've noticed in my line of work that I frequently see um, people will have as part of their email signature, no need to respond in the evenings or weekends, right? And, and I just love that idea because it's starting to change the culture around this need to respond all of the time. But I'm telling you, if work is only paying you for nine to five, then you shouldn't be answering emails after five o'clock. And that is actually on you to put those boundaries in place and to teach the people around you that this just isn't okay. And it really all just starts with just take a breath, Take a breath when the email comes in and make a decision if it's something that you need to respond to right now or if it can actually wait. One of the things that I actually like to do is I just allow myself to check emails at specific times that I pre-schedule during the day. So I will I will just allocate 15 or 20 minutes to sit down and answer emails and then I just ignore them otherwise, right? And people know that if they really need to get a hold of me, they can call me, right? And so that's up to you to put some boundaries like that in your life to give yourself a little bit of space around some of those external pressures that keep coming at you. So a second thing that you can do, and again, this always, always comes up on the podcast, is to start to listen to your body. 
And when you are starting to feel pressured or squeezed by all of these external demands and and internal demands coming at you, you're going to feel it in your body, right? It's like I like I literally feel like my head is going to pop off, like the pressure is building and I just need to release it all somehow. It is such an uncomfortable feeling. And so really start to pay attention. Like how does your body feel when that pressure is starting to build? And again, Awareness is always the first step towards change. And so just learning to understand when that pressure is starting to build can be key to all of this. And, you know, really what we want to do is figure out, can we can we tune into when the pressure starts to build versus not noticing until the pl- pressure is so high that we're literally about to burst? Can we figure out how to intervene earlier in that whole process? And, you know, when we when we talked about Dr. Lemke's book last week, The Dopamine Nation, and we looked at her dopamine process, that M stage, the mindfulness stage, is really where this all comes in. And so tied to this idea of listening to your body is just spending some time in meditation or in a mindfulness practice every day, in part to better understand how your body communicates with you, but in part also to just settle the mind down, give the thoughts just a little bit of a chance to to roam through the mind without being attached to them, just so that you can practice that art of, of letting go, right? It can be so powerful for all of this. And then another tool is to really start paying attention to your thoughts and notice when you start muttering, I should, or I must, or maybe not even muttering if you're shouting them in your mind, right? As soon as you start hearing, I should, or I must, that is a sure sign that you're putting more pressure on yourself than, than you really need to be. And the question to ask yourself is, is it really true? Is the should or the must really true? Is it really true that I have to leave the kitchen clean when I leave the house? Is it really true that I have to perform in a certain way to get the boss's approval? Is it really true that the other parents will think I'm a terrible mother if I don't stay to watch the soccer practice today? Just ask yourself, is it true? Is it true? Or is it just an expectation that you or somebody else is putting on you? right? What happens if you just step back just a little bit? You know, what if you just did some of the dishes? What if you just loaded the dishwasher? There's a good chance that if you let some of these shoulds go, no one's even going to notice, right? So much of this is expectation that you're putting on yourself, right? And so allow yourself to go easy on yourself. Try to lower your standards just a little bit. Try to take away the need to be perfect, to perform better than anyone else, to reach certain standards, and just allow yourself to be, right? Unless you are building a rocket ship or performing surgery, right? There's probably room for you to relax just a little bit without any negative consequences. And it really just comes down to giving your giving yourself permission to actually do that. And then the next thing is to just be realistic, right? So practice some of that radical honesty and ask yourself, can I actually live up to the expectations others 
have put on me and the expectations I have put on myself. Is it even actually possible? And I find, I mean, this is certainly true in my own mind, but it's like when I imagine myself starting a new project and how it's going to finish, it is just always astronomically unrealistic in terms of timelines, in terms of outputs, in terms of how much I can actually do with the time that I have. I'm always astronomically, astoundingly overestimate what I can actually get done in the periods that I have. And of course, that makes the pressure build on me. If I'm if I'm holding myself to these very unrealistic expectations. And so the question is, can you relax on those expectations a little bit? Can you allow yourself to just let go, mix it up a little bit, try not to make commitments that you know you can never fill, right? It's, it's like um, Rick Hansen likes to say, don't write checks with your mouth that your body can't cash, right? And again, this comes back to boundaries. Go back and listen to that interview with Dana Skaggs. But it's just really about your, your, your expectations and making sure that they're realistic and also communicating with the others in your life that there's only so much bandwidth that you have to give. And beyond that, you're tapping out, so to speak, right? Okay. And then another thing is, you know, just remember that regardless of what you are or are not achieving, you are amazing and worthy and deserve all the things that you want. You are, right? I think along with all of these internal and external pressures that we're putting on ourselves comes this idea that if we don't achieve all of those things, we aren't good enough and we aren't worthy. And I just want to emphasize that we are all worthy regardless of what we achieve. We're all worthy regardless of whether or not we're living up to all of these unrealistic expectations that are put upon us or that we put upon ourselves. Remind yourself every single day that you are good enough just as you are. You are worthy and you deserve absolutely everything that you want in your life. And I know it sounds cheesy to talk to yourself this way. I get it. I get it. But the thing is, I think most of us have this internalized belief that we are not worthy and we need to start doing some work to change that. All right. So there are a handful of things that you can practice to release the pressure valve on your life a little bit. None of this needs to be done perfectly. And I think the key to remember is that if you want to make space to release yourself from the traps of dopamine, if you want to stop overindulging in the food or the shopping or the social media or the Netflixing or whatever it is for you, you've got to give yourself some space. And that really just starts with addressing the internal expectations that you are putting on yourself, all of the pressure that you put on yourself to be perfect, to live up, to be the most wonderful mother and the best employee and the perfect spouse and all of the things. Can you allow yourself to just be you in all your imperfect gloriousness? And when it comes to all of those external pressures that are being thrown at you left, right, and center, can you enforce some boundaries? Can you teach the people in your life what you are and are not willing to do to maintain that balance? If you do those two things, if you maintain the boundaries and you 
allow yourself to relax your own expectations a little bit, you will have so much more space, so much less pressure to do this work. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm working on all of this (laughs) just like you are. And I get it. I get that it's not easy. And I can promise you that if you stop trying to constantly strive for the A plus and settle instead for being B minus work in most areas of your life, no one is going to notice. And in fact, you might feel so much better taking some of that pressure off yourself that people might think that you're doing so much better even if you're putting in less of an effort. It's just the way the world works. So I will leave it at that. Um, Let me know what you think. I would love to hear what sort of pressures you think others are putting on you and particularly the pressures that you're putting on yourself and how you are going to allow yourself to just release the pressure valve a little bit. Email me at michelle at waysofhealth.com and let me know. And if you'd like to explore this work further, feel free to come and join us inside Nourish Yourself Body and Mind. And you can do that by heading over to www.waysofhealth.com forward slash nourish dash yourself. I would love to see you in there. That's it for now. Bye.